A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. Welcome to the third episode of Stardom Road here on the Count Out Network. I am your host, Scott Edwards, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Trent. Trent, how are we doing? I'm doing well now that I know I'm in the good friend category. I wasn't hey. sure on what tier I sat at, whether I'm amazing or just acquaintance uh, or tolerated right. co-host, but uh, good if, friend. If it helps. If it helps. No one's at the amazing category except for like five people, and I will probably never host a podcast with them, so <laughs> it's okay. So, you, exactly you don't want to destroy the friendship, or they're just not wrestling people, they'll probably just never do the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair enough, <laughs> but uh, hey, we are here, episode three, and it happens to be crazy enough. The week of historic crossover. What we're calling it crossover, not X over. No, I'm not calling it X over. I'm X dash it over. X dash over. I have some. I've seen some people write historic X and then crossover. I've seen like so many people write it differently. I'm like, we're just yeah. calling it historic crossover. We're I want to call it crossover because I have some historic X's and I don't want to do podcasts about them. So no, no. Sorry, I had to take a sip of my drink. I thought you were going to talk a little longer, but that's fine. Uh, but yes, we are finally here. The week of mm. historic crossover. Um, all right. So it's kind of crazy we're already here. Because I remember when this was announced, and I was like, oh, I was all excitement, and we were all amped. And now it's November. Now we're moving forward. And now we're going to have Mayu Yutani versus Kyrie, which is the theme of our episode today. Really? I would never have guessed. I know, I know, I know it. Well, you know, this this really shows how much we're going to be <laughs> flexible with this show <laughs> because our first two episodes were Yuzuki Kawa's first match and the first ever Stardom event. And now we have kicked it all the way down history road here uh, for uh, one of the biggest feuds in Stardom history or... I wouldn't say feud, more so just relationships. Um, yeah, and, I think that's the best way to look at it because they yeah. were friends for a long of it and they, they didn't have like an out and out. They weren't EO and Mayu. Yeah, the, the, the story between them was we like each other and even if they're on opposite sides, it's like, yeah, but you're cool. So yeah, it's it's not like uh, Mayu and EO, which is a story that I think we will go down uh, quite <laughs> extensively because it's arguably one of the most important stories told in stardom. 
yeah, both for Eo and Mayu. Um, so yeah, well, given the importance of Mayu and Eo, we'll definitely go into that. But this is more of just a fun, I think more than anything, an excuse, fun excuse to go yeah. back and look at their matches right before Stardom have their biggest ever match yeah. featuring both of these two people. Yeah, looking at this arrangement of matches, so they've had five singles matches, and we're looking at three of them uh, because looking at three because I thought I... there was only three. Thank you very much, Cage Match. When you type in Mayu Kari singles match, you get three. I did everything in my power to find the other two. Um, they, I so the reason you saw three is because they showed you the three that were on pay per view. Yeah, the other two were not, <laughs> so that's why you know they were difficult to find. The second one's five minutes, and the third one was actually pretty important. It was a part of the uh, Wonder of Stardom tournament uh, to crown a new champion, which I believe Mayu ended up winning. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tough, but we tried. Okay, we tried. Yeah, it exists out there somewhere, maybe deep in the Stardom archives. Sunny, um, we will pay. Some dollars for it. I'm not going to go crazy. But the yen is yeah. weak right now, so we might be able to bump up the price. That we'll pay. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't too worried about not finding them because what we did watch was very important to mm. not only their careers, but to where we are going this coming Sunday. Um, it's quite and... handy, too, because like the dates of these shows, it's 2012, 2015, in 2017 so you're getting a nice sort of breadth of growth yeah. and development and you yeah. get to see them progress from Kyrie's like i think this was her seventh or eighth match the, the mm-hmm. very first one we watch getting up to when she says goodbye to stardom basically and moves over to that uh sports entertainment company on the other side of the world yeah she had to go win the mayon classic yeah she retired know. for six years i think is how sam punk would put it six years Five years. Well, yeah, five. But like, I was, I was trying to be smart and do like the well. You know, she left and then, you know, she didn't start straight away and all that. That's true. true. I think I tried to outsmart myself, which is not difficult to do. Well, I mean, (laughs) the the most interesting part of this, and this is something that I really like about this episode, is we got to see both of them grow Mm. in like year spans, and and even with the last match, I sat there, I was like, wow. This was five years ago. It doesn't feel that long ago, but yeah. it was. And I'm like, Mayu is so different. <laughs> <laughs> As a wrestler, um, Kyrie obviously went to WWE, so like her changes are also pretty clear because she's mm-hmm. not as physical as she was, but like she also is. So it's like Kyrie yeah. didn't lose anything, but she didn't she didn't change like Mayu did as just a complete wrestler, if that makes sense. The, the, what you see when Kyrie re- leaves Stardom and in this final match that we'll be watching in 2017, even like the gear that she's wearing, she took over initially to WWE. Yeah. But it's sort of the presentation, I think, is... You know, we've talked about it in other podcasts and stuff. Kyrie, oh, when yeah, she comes out in different. 2022, feels like the most important wrestler in the world. Yeah, you watch it come out in 2017. Same kind of pirate presentation, same music. It doesn't hit the same. It's no. still like impressive. You know she's important, but yeah, yeah, now having had the WWE experience, learning to work the hard cam, as they say, yeah. um, she does feel like a big deal. It's fun seeing the the last singles match that she has as Kari Ojo, and then mm. you know seeing her come back in 2022 
and just how that has changed. And without changing a lot on the surface, deep down there's a big change. Yeah, WWE does a lot of bad things, but what they did do is send us Kyrie back as the biggest mm. wrestling star in the world. So I'll appreciate that. Um and, and seeing these two, right? It's just like so the first match, they're not all buddy buddy freedom. All right. No. But by the second match that we watched, you kind of feel that relationship. And the third match, you obviously do too. And it's so funny because what their dynamic reminds you a lot of like the DDM dynamic, for example, uh, for those who may not fully understand what I'm trying to put over here is like, remember Shuri and Micah in the uh, five star in 2021, right? They were great friends, but they had no problem killing each other. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like that type of thing. In, and I don't know what changed with them, of course, because Julia and Sherry had to break up because they're going <laughs> to beat each other up because there's a title involved. But that's the kind of dynamic that you could think of here. Mm -hmm. They had that respect, they had that love, but there was a title on the line, there were stakes on the line. We're going to kick each other's asses. And uh, the growth that we see out of these two performers is very interesting. So, um, as long as you're ready, I think we can get into the first match. Yeah, that sounds like fun, mate. Let's do it. All right, so the first match here was on, uh, I believe it was March 20th, 2012. Mm -hmm. So get back, go into your, uh, I don't know, does anyone can just, you can just go on Stardom World. Actually, no, you can't. This, I, have <laughs> you can't. Five I forgot. I forgot. I had to find this match um, mm -hmm. through means that I'm, I, I was gonna say I'm not proud of. I don't. It wasn't like a <laughs> difficult things to do. Um, so this was Stardom the highest at mm -hmm. Cork and Hall. Um, I kind of want to go through the cards for everyone here, just yeah, to give an idea. It, 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 yeah, it presents for people coming in like what was Stardom yeah. at this time. Uh, there's some big matches on here. Oh, so yeah. the first match was Saki Kashima versus Natsumi Shozuki. Um, the second match was Ak Yasakawa versus Eri Susa, our friend. From she's last back. episode, she's back. Uh, Mayu Yutani versus Kairi Hojo, you know, just just tossed mm -hmm. on there for fun. You know, not a big, not a big match back then, which is crazy to think about. Um, <laughs> Ariso Shiki versus Yuri Haruka, which Yuri Haruka, I believe, is known as Harukazi now. Mm -hmm. in, in is it Gambare? Yes, Gambare. So there you go. Um, Hiroya Matsumoto Mi, uh, Miho wa Wakazawa. Sorry. Versus Io Shirai and Kiori Yonayama. That sounds like a really fun match. Yeah. Um, we had a Goddesses of Stardom title match. Yoko Bito and Yuzuki Akawa defending against Natsuki Tayo and Yoshiko. I, I need to go back to that clip that I found. I'm going to go watch that. <laughs> um, and then a main event, World of Stardom title. Nanai Takahashi versus Mako Satomura. Oh, yes. That's that, a juicy. That's a pretty decent show. Really. Commentary by... Bull Nakano. Bull Nakano oh. did commentary for this show, so that's pretty cool. This did air on Samurai TV. Um, according to Cage Match, the attendance or the capacity was 1,320. Um, and like I said, Cork and Hall, big time mm -hmm. show here. And this is the third match on the card. Like you said, seventh match of Kyrie Hojo's career. I think it's important too when looking at this show is this this particular match we're talking about and the first four matches on this show are actually part of a generation battle 
And we're not just saying that for a bit of fun, like it was actually built as such, where it's the first generation kind of up against the second generation. And interestingly enough, the second generation win this battle three to one. It takes Arisa Hashiki to actually get them points on the board, which is kind of an interesting little twist because you, you will often think, you know, the more experienced wrestlers would kind of succeed in these positions. But when you look at who are in that second generation, it's also not totally surprising that a Kyrie and a Act would uh, go on and win their matches. Can I be that shocked that Arisa Hashiki got it done? No, I can't. Um... <laughs> she kind of led the first generation in this uh, particular war. Which is winning, and then she retired soon after. Yes, um, for (laughs) a long time, leaving Um, as a teenager and then leaving as a teenager. Yep, yep. Lots of lots of matches missed because of that. But you know, we we move on here. So Mayu Itani versus Kyrie Hojo. Um, You know, watching this back, I realize how happy I am that she switched her name to Kyrie. Like this is a very little thing, and because I feel like. it just adds to her star power because it's like, yes, I had different names at both, but I was Kyrie. I, I, mm. I'm Kyrie, right? Like, there's no other Kyrie in wrestling. And, you know, she capitalizes to make it cooler. Um, <laughs> but I just, I just kind of love that, like, thing about her now. It just helps her presentation, I guess. Right. I guess it does instantly make you think. And I, look, a lot of wrestlers do just the one name thing. WWE yeah. really love to do it, which is kind of surprising they didn't with Kyrie. But I guess like you look as like it's such a big deal that you fit in like the Beyonce or Prince mm. elements where you don't need other words. You yeah. just one word, you instantly know who we're talking about. Yeah. Unless you're a Kingdom Hearts fan. Like when I've looked up Kyrie, you kind of have to add stardom or wrestling. Otherwise, you do get Kingdom Hearts, which, come on, Google, get the algorithms right. I feel like you're testing me now. Let's see. I'm going to type in Kyrie and see what happens. Everyone listening at home, do it as well. Let's see what you get. Kingdom Hearts does come up first. Yeah, yeah. See? So So apparently Kingdom Hearts is a bigger... Kingdom Hearts Kyrie is a bigger deal than Stardom. Google's got to get shit together. Um, (laughs) But let's go to the match now here. Uh, (laughs) Easy. the, The easiest part that jumps out to you here. That seven matches into her career, Kyrie was very physical. (laughs) She, like, we know she went on to be physical, Mm. but she had that the moment she walked in. (laughs) You kind of wonder if they just forgot to tell her that you don't have to actually make them look that real because she lays them in hard. She only gets a couple of chops in on Mai, but her chest is red by the end of this match. Oh, I mean, they're slapping each other across the face in this match. Yeah, yeah. There there was intent. Um, Mm. You you would have thought, if you put this on for the very first time, had no idea, you know, what these two have done before, you just watch it, you would think they were rivals. That's how, like, when we see slaps and, like, like this in wrestling nowadays, it's because it's a rivalry, right? It's because there's something serious there and deeper there. These two are just out there wailing on each other. No problems. First time ever against each other. Um, and you also felt, or at least I felt, that Kyrie was so advanced for her experience level. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason she won. <laughs> right? Like, I think a lot of people do recognize it took Mayu longer than it, the other two in Theredom to mm. get to a certain point, yet 
I, I just said it earlier. I mean, we're here, we're five years later from the last match we watched on here, and she's still a completely different wrestler. That's just, I think, the type of wrestler Mayu Yutani is. She's all about mm-hmm. evolution. Kyrie was just, she was there. Like this is this is Kyrie. This is what she's gonna. Yeah, she's gonna sure up some parts of her game, and but she's gonna be physical. She's gonna mm-hmm. bring it in the same offense and throw the same types of strikes, and things will change. But Kyrie from the get-go had what we see now from Kyrie. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy how, like, not saying she doesn't change over the years, but the, the core fundamentals of what makes Kyrie Kyrie is here in just her seventh yeah. match. She's cleaner the, even the, Yeah, the, the way she carries herself, the way she's playing to the crowd, like, it's all there. You know, she even had the, the basics of the pirate gimmick already kind of in that formation. Yeah. Right up into and including using parts of the Caribbean as her entrance, um, <laughs> it's it's just fun seeing. Like I think the the biggest thing I noticed with Kyrie's change is through each of these three matches, you see how the elbow drop evolves. Yes, because it starts off very like, just a typical elbow drop. Doesn't finish the match. It's a setup to the move that then finishes. And then in 2015, we see the the, the basics of what we know is the elbow drop is there, but she's not hitting it quite the same way. Not mm-hmm. getting quite that ridiculous angle midair and then by 2017 it's the one we know and love yeah it's the greatest elbow drop of all time um so Kyrie did like i said she won this match mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like you said this was a part of that battle that they were having but for me it was like okay you know mayu's already been here for a year right she's been training for a year mm. Kyrie's seven matches in she's beating her at quirk and hall um, you know, they, they'd have a match later this year that Mayu wins. Spoiler mm. alert. We're not going to review it, so I can just say Spoiler that. alert for the match we didn't watch, and you probably right. won't be able to but, watch it. But I just, you kind of felt it. You kind of felt mm. it watching it. And yes, we know now what they would go on to be, so that obviously helps. But it's just so apparent watching this match. And I think everyone needs, you know, because we're going to talk about two title matches that, yes, they're on Stardom World. Yes, you should watch them. Yes, they're better than this. But this is very important because you see the early makings of Kyrie and what yep. she'd go on to be as a star. You kind of understand why a WWE would go get her very mm-hmm. early on. Um and you also have to remember, Kyrie is already older than Mayu. Like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, experience-wise, it's different at this time. But Kyrie is older than Mayu. That's not a secret or anything. I think five years older? She's 34 now. Mayu's yeah, 29. I think so. so there you go. So there, <laughs> there's a reason for advancement in Kyrie, but she just got it right from the start. Uh, this was really good. She won with the Ikari, um, the um, anchor submission as i like to call it because she you know it's just ridiculous it's, it's a little cross-legged boston crap yeah where she then where bends she... him into a pretzel and yeah she bends it feels like an advanced ridiculous. move the fact that she's using this for her first win is mm-hmm. quite impressive and quite surprising i would have thought it's a move she picked up later on or she started doing the boston crab and then kind of yeah that oh i'm flexible enough to just lean back here and it looks even better but no from from pretty much the start she was using this move Exactly. Thank you for um, getting what I was trying to say there. I, uh, you know, I'm trying to do so many things at once. But the next match that they had, you, you're all set. We can move on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like we said, it was the first match they ever had. 
it was seven minutes or so. Yeah, it's um, not a long one. And we like the, the footage that we have of it, it doesn't include their entrances yeah. or like they're not there's not a lot of the I guess the fluff that say right. these next matches have for us to kind of compare because like, as we move forward, it part of the fun of doing this is not just seeing the evolution of the wrestlers, but of stardom itself and its yeah. presentation. And like these, you know, 2011, 2012 matches, they are kind of foreign to me, even though it is stardom and features wrestlers I know. But when you start jumping in, say, 2015, when I was watching, I'm like, ah, this is the stardom I remember first getting into, just yeah. in the way it's presented, the way the, oh, camera, yeah. the, the camera cuts, the overall quality in the ring, but even little things like the the um, the posters on the hanging off the banners and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, the bangers hanging off the uh, balconies that they have. And yeah, that's that's the stuff I remember about Stardom, first of all. And so coming back to it, it's fun going, ah, I remember this again, you know, <laughs> yeah. not just with the cheering and the streamers as well. The cheering and the streamers goes a long way. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. Uh, seeing that again. So their second match happened at the, this is what it's called, the Stardom Season 9 Goddesses and Stars 2012, the third show of this tour. Easier said than done, this is the Goddess and Tag League tournament. Uh, yeah. Which, timing, timing, this show happened on November 3rd, 2012, so about a decade ago. <laughs> uh, they opened the show. Mayu Itani versus Kyrie Hojo, a five-minute match go. where Mayu won. Five minutes. That is what happened. That is, <laughs> that is, that is what happened. Uh, the rest of this show, for anyone wondering, uh, had Miyu Wakazawa versus Natsumi Shizuki, uh, two tag league matches. So we had Tayo and Yoshiko versus Susa and Nozomi. Um, and then Act Yasakawa and Saki Kashima versus Christina Von Erie. And Kyoko Kumar, um, of Kumar yeah. Monster Goon, and the main event Rio was the Tai era. There, yeah, it's it's some weird times. It's some weird Which times. is funny given where Saki Kashima is now. Yes, yes, it is. And then we have Nanai Takahashi and Yuha, uh, Yuhi Yuhai. I don't know. I don't know. I probably said it wrong. Versus Io Shirai and Yuzuki Akawa. So big tag to uh, close yes. out the show there. Um, the next match again, we could not see, so I apologize. That was on July 27th, 2014, as part of the Wonder of Stardom tournament to crown a new champion. Uh, this was at Shining Stars 2014. The opening match. Oh, so they crowned it all in this one show. This is why I was shocked I couldn't find it. They crown the new Wonder of Stardom champion on this show. To be fair, but, they don't have the first Cinderella tournament on Stardom World either. So that there are there are for our show. There are very surprising <laughs> omissions at the moment on the World Cat Back catalog. I'll make sure That's to find one. that one, folks. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, so this was uh, the opening match of this show as well. So for the second straight time, they opened the show. Yeah. Two years later, two years later, worth noting. Uh, so much more advanced by this point, both bigger names. Um, and the card was as follows. Mayu Yutani defeating Kairi Hojo. So Mayu Yutani getting a second win over Kairi, despite kind of what I was saying earlier, you know, it mm. did feel like Kairi was almost above. She, you know, Mayu got back-to-back -back wins against her. Um, Miyu Wakazawa defeated Takumi Aroha in the other semifinal match. So we're that close to... Mayu versus Takumi for the Wonder Stardom title <laughs> back in the day. 
Um, Nanai Takahashi defeated. Uh, one second. <laughs> I uh, am. Never heard of the wrestler. One second. Yeah. <laughs> Alpha female. Huh? Huh? Whoa. Timing. And Kaori Oriyama in a fatal four way match. Uh, Ryo Hazuki, of, aka Hazuki, of course, uh, defeated Yoshiko. Oh, nope. Nope. Tagged with Yoshiko to defeat Io Shirai and Koguma. So, Hazuki and Koguma on opposing mm. sides. Kind of a little fun fact for you back in 2014. And in the main event, Mayu Yutani defeated Miho to win the Wonder of Stardom Championship. And that's all for us to set up the next match between these two in the series and actually get to talk about a match again. Uh, but I did want to <laughs> I did want to present everyone those two. So we're going to the world of stardom championship match between two of the very best wrestlers in the world Kyrie hojo defending against mayu iwatani and there's a lot of history here mm. for this match trent why don't you uh why don't you walk us through gold may 2015 well it, it's kind of funny the the gold may the may gold sort of uh, shows they're actually very important for mayu um, because for the next three years she has major matches against members of the Threedom. Um, so coming into this, of course, Mayu won the first ever Cinderella tournament, um, which is her first. Like to me, this is like she won the Wonder of Stardom Championship before this, but this feels like the most important win for her because it kind of announces that she is a, becoming a big player with Stardom, mm -hmm. and she uses her wish that she's granted with the uh, Cinderella tournament to challenge for the Red Belt, the World of Stardom Championship, which Kairi Hojo had won in a tournament which was de determined because they needed a new Red Belt champion. Uh, going back, of course, to the Yoshiko Akiyasukawa incident, the championship was vacated. They ran a mini tournament to determine a new champion. And look, Kairi Hojo makes a lot of sense to put into this one to kind of... Uh, bring back some joy and, you know, she, mm. her character just exudes this kind of joy, especially during this period. So it makes sense to give her the championship. And this is her first championship defense with the red belt. Yeah. Yeah. First championship defense, first championship challenge mm. for Mayu Iwatani. First red belt championship challenge. Red belt challenge. Yes. yes. I meant to say world and I just said championship. But, <laughs> um so to go through the card again, uh, you had Ayai Watts, uh, Wata, <clears throat> Watanabe versus Haruka Kato, mm -hmm. which of course is Harukaze. Uh, Harukaze. Uh, we had Kaori Onoyama versus Momo Watanabe versus Rayo Hazuki versus Chris Wolf. First time showing out Chris Wolf on this show. Always be the last one. No, definitely will not. Uh, high speed title match Koguma versus Starfire. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> um, Mako Satamora versus Chelsea. Mako Satamora, of course, was brought in around this time, mm. um, to help you know kind of solidify stardom after yes. what was a tough time. Uh, this is also a cork and all, by the way. Um, which again, reading into that, you know, they they they're three big matches that we watched all cork and hollow. Spoiler for you there, uh, wonder of stardom title match. Io Shirai versus Nikki Storm, aka Nikki Cross, for those yes. who may not know. AKA um, Nikki ASH. Yes, the title. She's still running that gimmick? I don't know. I believe she's Nikki Cross again, actually. Oh, well, there we go. So there we go. Um, that was for the vacant Wonder of Stardom Championship. Um, 
you can figure out who won that one. And, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the main event, World of Stardom title, Kyrie versus Mayu. So let's get into it here. Mm-hmm. First thing you can just say, match quality was up <laughs> from their yes. first battle. Yes, you um, can tell they've grown over these past three years. Very much so. Uh, you know, Kyrie, like you said, was in, in, in thrusted into this spot after what happened. Mm. Um, she, you know, she had big shoes to fill, big spot to fill, right? And this was also the time you're pushing Mayu up the card. Yes, she had a Wonder Storm title reign to her name, but that wasn't, like you said, that wasn't to the level of, oh, Mayu's at this level now. Yeah. If anything, her teaming with EO, because she comes in as the goddess of stardom champion yeah. alongside EO, Thunder Rock, that felt like a bigger deal, I think, than the white yeah. belt run that she did have. Thunder Rock is going to get their own shows too, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, plural. Yeah, plural. Uh, but there's a lot of trust here. And I think I think it kind of brings up that freedom conversation, which we, you know, will have many times, is that mm-hmm. when they needed it the most, you know, who, who did I just talk about in the in these two <laughs> matches? Io Shirai, Kairi Hojo, Mayu Yutani. Um, and Nikki Cross. And Nikki Cross. <laughs> uh, let's just, well, I'm just saying, you know, Get out of here, man. Stop. Stop. Stop it. Um, but going to the match in itself, you can feel the big fight feel as the match is getting going. Um, they kind of feel each other out in the early going, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's that's staple for a title match. And that's oh, why I sure. said it's very different from their first match that we saw because mm-hmm. they were just slapping the piss out of each other. Um, and the action, of course, is great. Uh, I'll stop talking now and let you go. But... <laughs> I, I loved this. Of the three matches that we watched, I actually think this is the strongest one. Now, that's not wow. surprising compared to the 2012 match, but I actually enjoyed this match more than the 2017 match that we will be covering. I didn't because Mayu lost. <laughs> well, my, my enjoyment of matches are not decided on wins and losses. Of course, I'm a Jungle Kiona fan. Um, I think what I really enjoyed... <laughs> What I really enjoyed about this match is mid drink. <laughs> you have like the lit, like both of these wrestlers are now hitting a level. This is yeah. where you start to see the ace of stardom, the icon mm. of stardom that Mayu Iwatani becomes. You can see that mm. really start to take shape around this time. Kari Hojo has found herself, all the little parts where we said you can see the DNA is very strong in that 2012 match. This is this is her. Like she's yeah. to stay on that peak. Everything's been hit crispy. Everything's been done well. But there's a sense of urgency and aggression in this match that I really mm. did enjoy. Now it comes out a little awkwardly at the very end of the match. We yeah. see Kyrie miss a spinning back fist by about a country mile and a half. But they can kind of play it off because of how tired they are, and they're both selling the tiredness. You know, Mayu's back has been destroyed by Kyrie setting up her finishing moves. Mayu's working the arm, which is very interesting because you look at current Mayu; she's not much of a limb technician. She did that she in the second, the next match too. Yeah, you don't get much <laughs> of that Mayu now. But in all three Kyrie matches, she spends time working the arm. Yeah. Which makes sense because Kyrie's offense is so dedicated to the arm, whether it be the that right arm specifically. The strikes. It's yeah. all focused on she wants to break down that arm and make it useless. Now, it doesn't work at the end of the day, but it's kind of nice seeing this aspect of Mayu Watani yeah. that we weren't we don't get 
in the modern day that much. And it'll be very interesting to see if they do that again now in 2022. I was about to say 2012, but 2022. <laughs> it'll be very interesting to see if we get the return of Zack Sabre Iwatani. <laughs> um, there's a lot. So, so watching this match, this is the first time I watched this one. The yeah. other one I've watched many times, so I just, you know, that's why I prefer it because I've seen it so many times now. But this one, you know, you watch it and you watch Mayu. And I'm just sitting there and people might think this is ridiculous or whatever. But I'm like, there's so much Hiroshi Tanahashi in this version <laughs> of Mayu. Yeah, yeah. Right? She hits the aces high on the outside. A picture perfect aces high, by the way. So this was back when she was hitting the sling blade, bat, uh, which she doesn't do anymore as much. Um, <laughs> there was just so much ace-like work to her and she was that perfect baby face it's funny because she's fighting Kyrie, who's also a perfect baby face in her own right and you just kind of want to cheer for both of them Mm. right it's like oh i'm happy with whoever wins and well clearly you're not because you're not i'm not because you know i'm it's a selfish reason but i liked the end because Mm. it's like oh you missed but Mayu, it's not like Mayu sold it as if she got hit. Mayu no. just was like wobbling because that's yeah. where she was. She was exhausted because she just fired up. And Mayu and, and Kyra was supposed to pretty much level her immediately mm. and go right back down. But no. And earlier in the match, she actually hit, I think she hit an insane elbow. She couldn't get there because of the arm was worked on yeah. by Mayu. And it took time. So Mayu was able to kick out. After that, back uh, after the last back fist, another elbow. Kyrie wins, mm-hmm. but it showed that heart mm. that Mayu Yutani does so well. It showed that you know you may have hit me with your best shots, but I was able to survive once, and ne- the next time I'm gonna get you. Which of course mm. she did. Uh, <laughs> Spoilers. I I loved this match. Not a shock. I mean, it's mm. these two, right? It's not like I was going to go into this and think anything. Like, I loved the first one, too, because that was just so different. And you saw them so young, but they were already so good. Uh, And this one, really, I think you really said it well, is you kind of saw everything go together for Mayu. And, you know, we say I could say the same for Kyrie. She was already champion at Mm. the time. But seeing them go in there together and seeing the evolution from that first one to this one, it's like, oh, I see what Kyrie did to grow. Like, yeah, yeah Kyra was great then, and she had it all already, but she refined it, she tuned it, mm. and she put it in all together, and that's why we talk about to these wrestlers. I mean, yes, they're still active, but that's why <laughs> as stardom goes on for many years, they will always be in that conversation as the most important wrestlers in mm. stardom because they, they showed up on this show and they delivered. And th- what I love about this match is that you could almost transport this into 2022 mm. and it wouldn't feel out of place with the other sort of bigger matches that Salem put on. I think all it's really missing is probably one uh, prolonged striking exchange towards the end, yeah. kind of that uh, strong style, you know, I'm not going down fighting spirit spot. They don't, you know, they tease, tease that a little bit at the very end, but, but yeah, if they had a proper sort of back and forth there, and then maybe a more back-and-forth finish, this would feel like a stardom match in 2022-2021. Obviously, the wrestlers have grown since then, but that's you could see this match working now, and it would be fine. 
this match gave me white belt vibes more mm-hmm. than world title vibes. And, and you know, if you're a stardom fan, you know the differences, you know yeah. how, how those matches feel. And I think that's because of their relationship more so than anything that it felt yeah. that way because, you know, Kyrie goes on to have that make a set of more match after this. And that's a world title match feel. Yeah. Um, phenomenal match by the way people if you want to go check that out uh but that's that's kind of how i just sat there seeing this because then you watch the next one and you feel those vibes all over again but that's the freedom relationship mm. they did both right yeah like the eo, EO and mayu, mayu did more they the feel world. red belty but there's so much especially in the, yeah. the latter matches mm. there's a lot more emotion there that can kind of Meld, but like you can see them working on either. Yeah. EO makes sense as a red belt champion. Yeah, you know, she yeah. won the white belt. She had long reigns with the white belt. But you think mm. of EO, you think red belt. She champion. won everything. To be fair, Kyrie, <laughs> yeah. I think feels more of a white belt champion. Like you know, when I think Kyrie, I know she had this red belt run, but to me, the white belt symbolizes her more than the red, both yep. in the matches she's had and just the the way she goes about her work. So yep. it's. It, even though, yeah, as this is a red belt match, it definitely feels like if you just said it's for a championship, you would think, oh, wonder of stardom. You know, that's the funny thing about the Rito. I think EO absolutely places with that red belt. Kyrie mm. absolutely places with that white belt. And then Mayu, of course, is the middle one where you're like, yeah, yeah it's bold. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, it's like, yeah, it's bold. I think of her with the red belt, especially because of the run she has 2019 yes. and 2020. But she's such a good emotional storyteller, especially in these past few years where she's really had to uh, grow in that area. It She would feel at home with a white belt run. It's just she never got a chance to have a really good run with that championship. Yeah. You know, the first one was fairly inconsequential. The second one went for about 130, 140 days. She dropped it properly. Um, and then the next day she's out for months with an injury after the unfortunate yeah. red belt match. But yeah, it's if if we could get one more title run with Mayu of these big two, I would like to see the white belt because I think she could do really good things with that. Me too. And I think you know, I think she kind of channeled that in her world of title, mm-hmm. uh world of storm title reign, because you know, you look at that first Kumi Roha match that we all talk about. That's very wonder-ish because of yeah. the way Takumi just absolutely brutalizes my and that's not even a title match. No, you know, that's the funny part. Feels, yeah. But it feels like it's a title match. And the second one does go up to that world title feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we can I talk think it was the, we can talk about those some other that. days. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it was important for her to do that because of yeah. the position stardom we're in at that time. Yeah. Then you need someone to kind of carry the, the be, both portions of that stardom aspect in oh. their top. They couldn't, you know, they obviously didn't know what was going to happen in every way, shape, or form, whether it was to their roster or just the pandemic. Yeah. But they couldn't have been more lucky to have her as the (laughs) champion at that time. Like, no one else could have done that. Um, And put on a legendary reign at that. Like, one of the greatest (laughs) World of Stardom title reigns Mm -hmm. of all time in what is, you know, one of the most difficult periods this company's ever went through. But, of course, I think that really was the catalyst for where we are now. Of course, you know, saying this is the number two promotion and all that. But uh, you want to talk about these matches. Yeah, you want to talk about reasons that we're here all now. Let's get to the final match between Kyrie and Mayu Iwatani here at the 40-minute mark or so. 
uh yeah we go through these pretty well you know this isn't like our uh other podcasts that we do together where we break down why saki kashima versus azumi's 30 seconds were you know just all timer things <laughs> we talk we, we talk through we get you the history lesson we go through uh but this was of course one of the final matches for Kyrie prior to leaving for wwe i'm waving my fist um <laughs> Gold May 2017, ring a bell. More Gold May for everybody. Um, someone on Cage Match rated this show a four. Um, I don't, I don't even, I don't even want to talk about whoever that was. They don't, they don't deserve my time. They don't deserve my time. But this show, of course, 2017. Um, you're gonna hear a lot of names you know <laughs> from this. But we're getting um, into that period now. Also. I want to talk about this, I, you know, because we're going to get to this Wonder Storm title reign for Kyrie maybe someday. I don't know. There's a lot of things we have to get to. I'm sure we will. Let but us know this, if you particularly want us to cover it. Yeah. But this was a title reign that lasted 364 days. Mm. <laughs> Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking stuff. You need one more day for the year. But but this this reign has some phenomenal matches in it. So she saved us. From Santana Garrett, she uh, she beats Viper, she beats Chelsea, she beats Chelsea Green. You know, real hitter, real hard hitters here. Um, she beat Hazuki, she beat Nixon Newell, who's of course Tegan Knox. Yes, um, you know they were, which is funny because Nixon Newell was supposed to win the first Mayon Classic, but she got hurt. <laughs> then she was supposed to win the second one, and then she got hurt. Um, yeah, that's but, an unfortunate uh, yeah. part of her career, unfortunately, and then she got hurt. Big shock, she beat Jungle Kiona. Uh, you know, maybe we won't go through this entire reign because of the first like half of this. <laughs> but you get the point. Um, she beat Konami, which I think is the second best match of Konami's career for anyone that wants to check that out. Second best only to the Julia match from uh last year, which is untouchable type stuff. Yeah. Um, she defeated Hana Kimura, and then it brings us here to Gold May. Uh, like I said, one of her final matches in stardom um, before, of course, coming back. Um, I believe, to be exact, it was her sixth to final match. Uh, she still had a title during this time. She was also yes. Artist of Stardom champion alongside Hiro uh, Hiromi Mimura and Konami, which Team they, they, of course, ended up dropping. Yes. Um but not but, straight away. They did win a match after yeah. this against Mayu before yeah. dropping it. Kyrie's last show, she dropped the title. Yes. And then she had her gauntlet um, against the roster, of course. But let's get to it. So gold, May 2017. I love reading these cards because, like, you just sit there and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we had the opening match, Azumi versus Hanan. <laughs> and, and you, you can see it as in these in this match sort of as a second and you know running ring crew support and it, you just reminded oh that's right she's like 15 at this stage she's so small yeah. like yeah you she's can tell she's a high now. schooler so, yeah 20 did she just turn 20 yeah she just turned 20 this year yeah yeah, yeah. like anyway she, she turned not... 20 on october 1st because it was yeah. the day of the five star final uh right she lost yeah, she got a 30 second defeat <laughs> got new gear got the whole thing lost um, but she got had, a trophy afterwards so it was all good she did she did she's very happy mm. about that trophy uh kaori onayama natsuko tora and ruaka natsuko tora and ruaka there you go King versus uh hetsa hiromi Mimura and konami 
Um, I have no idea. I've never seen Hetzer wrestle. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I, I have seen her wrestle like during this period of stardom. I've heard her. Honest, I don't remember her that well. I can't say I ever went out of my way to check her mm. out, her matches out. We had Rebel, who of course is the valet to Britt Baker in AEW, <laughs> versus Hazuki versus Hana Kimura. So just just take that one in. Just yeah. Think about it for a second. Um, we had a Goddess of Stardom Championship match, Roy Matsumoto and Jungle Kiona, a great tag team, that is. Mm. Oh, dear God. Against Jessica Havoc and Tessa Blanchard. Man, that's... Yeah, this is tough. deep in the... We're bringing in our followers. Yeah, yeah. good news. Arroyo and Jungle won. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a tag match. Jungle had a chance. Of course, we had the Wonder of Stardom title match. Yeah. The uh, It was the... Semi main event, which mm-hmm. you know, understandable, but you know, Kyrie's mm-hmm. leaving, get her in that main, and then we had Io Shirai versus Tony Storm for the world of start for a 30 minute time limit draw. <sighs> yep, and people say Rossi likes draws now. Time limit, Tony, time she was limit, not back then. Tony. That's um, that's what she also went on to the May Young Classic, which is yes. very funny. Um, and is now in AEW as a champion. So and is now well, interim champion, but she's champion. Yeah, we're not. Too- hey, 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 hey. By the time this comes out, maybe that's not true anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't pay attention to AEW, so I don't know when they have their title matches. Well, it's still interim as of this recording. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, speaking of championship reigns with this Kyrie match, it's quite interesting. If she won this match, and spoiler, she doesn't, but if she had, she would have tied the then record for most defences with the white belt, uh, second only to Santana Garrett. So, um, obviously, like, people kind of knew Maya was winning this match, given the circumstances of Kyrie's departure, but there was a little bit more for Kyrie to fight for in, like, a kayfabe sense to sort of equal that record and kind of firmly establish herself even more so as the one of the best white belt champions of all time. Yeah. Um, well, she went down as one of the best. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. But this was a heavy, heavy Mayu Yutani crowd. You mm. feel it. You just feel it. Um, this Because that, that brings us what we were talking about. This felt like, you know, this was her moment finally. This yeah. was the Mayu Yutani moment. It took till 2017. It, mm. Again, plays to what we've been saying. Yes, Freedom been around. Yes, Thunder Rock was around. She had plenty of success, but this was her crowning moment in a lot of ways. Before she her real crowning moment afterwards. Well, yeah, <laughs> she literally spent the last year, starting with the May Gold show in 2016 against the Shirai for the Red Belt, that entire year Phenomenal afterwards, matches, was, by the way. it's one of my it's one of my all time favorite matches. But that that is the point where you see Mayu being properly groomed into the top star because the whole story from that point is Mayu having to prove herself to be at that level, even if she kind of had to get drag kicking and dragging initially by Io Shirai, who mm-hmm. kind of got sick of Mayu just kind of being buddy buddy with her, and then decided to form a little faction called Queen's Quest. Uh, to kind of almost teach her a lesson. Did they, did they work out Queen's Quest? Well, I I, I, I hear they still have a, a group. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. Any any big stars U- come from Utami? It? Is Utami in this, I hear? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Utami, yeah. Ah, ah uh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. The, it's the, just a, it's a relative unknown wrestler. The group only went from the, uh, the 
you know, one of the true pillars of this company, mm-hmm. the biggest star for the longest time, to the longest reigning wonder start of the most <laughs> dominant wonder start of yes. of all time, to the new face of the company when it's his most popular. So yeah, I think the groups worked out, but you know, none has the same track record as the stars leadership. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, they, well, they got all that combined. <laughs> and after this match, of course, the next month, Mayu wins the red belt from Io Shirai because both Kairi and uh, Io were leaving for WWE at this yeah. stage. Io then had to kind of come back because of the uh, neck injury she had before eventually leaving a year later. Um, but, yeah, this was all about crowning Mayu as the heir apparent. Yeah. She then, unfortunately, a couple of months later goes and gets injured and misses mm. the rest of the year, has to vacate the red belt, but... They did okay after that. Like they, they did. It. Yeah, we'll get now, to having that. EO still around definitely helped. Um, yeah, especially because the red belt champion wasn't always around, um, but mm. they kept going strong. We'll get to that uh, EO Shirai Mayu Iwatani title versus title match down the line. Of course, mm. uh, we'll get to so much of this that we're talking about <laughs> in all these shows. I, I can't give you dates. I can't give you times because if you think I know what we're doing the next episode, you're nuts. Um, which is funny because my whole thing last episode was, you know what? I'm going to say what we're going to do next. Yeah. I know what we're doing next. I'll, I'll tell everyone after. I was just kidding. Keeping uh, you in suspense. Of course. But Kyrie Hojo, Mayu Tani, wonder of stardom championship, the crowning moment or the first of two crowning moments within, um, I think it was like a month. Um, span within the space of a month, uh, for Mayu to be the icon, to be the ace, to be the one for stardom moving forward. Uh, this match is a special one to me. It's one of those matches that I've seen many times. Mm -hmm. Um, this was you know, big match Mayu. You know, we had the we had the music, Kyrie has her music. You know, it's just the vibes were cooking, vibes were they were there. The presentation here. And like both ma- like the 2015 match, the white film stuff is very similar, but you've got the, the crowd is virtually the same, 968 versus 930. But the crowd is so much more vocal, so much uh, louder. Like when the streamers are thrown, like we talked about how much we miss the, the streamers and the, the oh cheering. Oh my god, there's so many streamers. The streamers literally engulf the ring. My does the spin <laughs> and balls, which I it's been so long since I've seen that happen and it just brought the biggest smile on my face. But just hearing how excited the crowd is, the same size crowd virtually, but they are that much more vocal, that much more passionate for what's going on. It just shows just over the year how important Sutton became to these fans. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just imagine when those roars are back. It's going to be a different animal altogether. Oh, yeah. Um, But this match was just... It, it this this match if you watch this or neo shirai title match back then you kind of get where stardom was at that point right mm-hmm. this had like mm-hmm. all the check marks checked it had the traveling around the court and all yes that, right? that was like every big match back then yeah you had you know Kyrie jumping off the the opening and yeah the, the, and the terrifies me every time it's more terrifying when eo does it because she does the moonsault mm-hmm. but Still terrifying because there are stairs there. 
it is a very dangerous like it's almost a deceptively dangerous spot because it's also oh, yeah. quite a distance they're covering it's not mm. always obvious but when when you're actually there it's like oh they have cleared some space to do this move yeah yeah my eo and kyra psycho um <laughs> you had that spot you had Mayu working that arm once again. Yes, she yes. knew, and she was violent in working this arm this time mm. around. Uh, one second, Trent, you take it. I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> it's what I really love about this match too. I think is you're getting the callback, so you get the the callback with Mayu working the arm on Kyrie, Kyrie working Mayu's oh. back to do it as well. But there's specific spots that they call back to, like in the 2015 match, Mayu to avoid Kyrie goes under the ring and hides. Yeah. In 2017, Mayu's setting up for a big jump off the top rope to the outside. Kyrie does the exact same move. Mm. It's kind of playing back and forth off the yeah. each other. They had a um, they had a great callback. Uh, so in the 2015 match, I meant to bring this up, but I was going to save it for this. So Kyrie hit a double foot stop onto Mayu that folded her. And, you know, mm. Mayu, Mayu in her neck, of course, folded her. <laughs> and Mayu did the same to Kyrie in this match. And you're starting yes. to, you know, you're starting to feel us growing to that end, growing mm. to that Mayu win, right? Because she's doing all the right things. Um, you get the callback of the Ikari locked in you know Kyrie's got that thing wrenched in Mm. people like I can't you gotta watch it hopefully you did if you're listening to us right now but (laughs) if you haven't go watch it you'll get what I'm saying she had that deep Mm. and Mayu survived full extension and like to counterpoint in 2015 Mayu Watani she struggles she struggles she hits the dragon suplex and it's broken up with a rope break yeah. In 2017, they've both grown a little bit more. Mai has a ring awareness. They hit it in the middle of the ring. Mm. But Kyrie's grown to the point where she can kick out of such a move. Yep. And so it requires Mai to go to that next level to eventually win this with the bigger dragon suplex. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie hits the reverse insane elbow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. turns her over. You know, it's kind of like, uh, again, we bring up Tanahashi again. It's what he does yes. with his uh, high fly flow. And she's going for the next one, and Mayu just drills her with the feet, which I've seen Kyrie take this multiple times. <laughs> I repeat, always be happy we have Kyrie still <laughs> because <Yeah. laughs> it looks so painful every mm. time because you're she's just freeing up her ribs, her elbow, everything, and she's getting drilled each and every time. This takes so much trust in both of. Yep. For, in each other to basically to pull this off well because it's a very narrow margin for error and it would be so easy for someone to get seriously hurt from this but they pull it off perfectly it looks like it's not pulled back so that it looks like oh i see what they're doing but they have to do this this and this to be safe no it looks like it yeah. should kill her um but yeah. you kind of can tell that she's not dead because she keeps moving <laughs> like it pales her pretty much mm. um uh and as we were saying Kyrie, uh not Kyrie. Mayu does get the dragon suplex hold, uh, the two-step, yes. however you want to call it. She hits it. One, two, three. She wins the War Under of Stardom Championship. The crowd explodes. You know, championship moments that you remember. That's, these are the moments you remember in Mayu's career. Mm-hmm. Uh, moments you remember in Kyrie's career, too, because after all, she was leaving. The only shame of this video on Stardom World is that it doesn't have the aftermath yeah it, it just ends which stinks because mm. again i've watched it so many times and i forget every time i watch it and i was so <laughs> sad when i went back to watch it this time i was like god 
Damn it. We do um, get the pre-match promos, though. We do. Nice. Yeah, because 2015, we, we don't get pre-match. We get post-match, but it's not subtitled. Um, exactly. So it's like... But yeah, this one, we, we do get subtitles, but not for the, the final part, which is a shame. Um, we'll get anything for the final part. The <laughs> no, no. It's literally, she wins. Okay, back to the uh, credits. Yeah, it's over. It's like how I watch house shows. It just ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just ends. Well, she didn't um, even get out of the ring normally with house no. shows. They have no, a but I usually just shut it off oh. the moment that it's over unless I know you, there's you, a problem. You do get some nice little stuff, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have to be you careful do, with right. that. You do. Oh, I, anytime. So there's. I'm not going to go off on a tangent here, but there are times that like I'll see people note things and I'm like, ah, oh, let's go back. Um, but <laughs> usually I watch it, but some, you know, if it's an opening match, you usually know you can just move on. Yeah. Uh, but back to you, this. you know the, the people who commit these post match yeah. crimes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Mayu Yutani, of course, gets the big win. She wins the mm-hmm. Wonder Star Championship the second time in her career, but the biggest win of her career. Um, like we said, crowning moment for the icon, the ace. This was the time that we were preparing for both EO and Kyrie to move on. And mm. it says a lot that they said, yeah, we're going to have Mayu beat both of them. Yes. Um, as they, as they say, goodbye. Not that it mattered for you Shrai because she was back and wonder if I'm champion within the next few months, but yeah, it's fine. The thought was there because the person who beat my for the white belt, Yoko Bito, retired at the end of the year as well. So mm-hmm. this was another like period of like start and go through this periods of flux where a lot of top names are leaving yeah. and it forces the next generation to come up, which is the Momos, yeah. which is you know eventually uh, Kagetsu, also now as you Ishinor. Those people all had to kind of rise up into this new yeah. role because everyone was leaving. Um, yeah. And of course, Mai was built up as the, the person now taking over both. Kind of had to reset a little bit after what happened, but you, you do get to see it. And yeah. I also have to say, the gear she's wearing, like this is I, mm. the iconic what uh, single sleeves. The, the, I was the about to say this is one of my favorite gears one. of all time. It's it's super iconic. Anyone who yeah. was watching around this period will instantly remember. Like they, you can visualize it perfectly. This look because. Yeah. Yeah, as we're watching these Mayu matches over here, you see the progression from the long pants to kind of the shorts and the um, top back. Yeah, and exactly. But yeah, it's it's fun seeing that progression. But this one felt so different from everything else she had worn and would go on to wear. It's kind of crazy that it just kind of exists in this little world. But it is. I'd love to see her bring back a version of this kind of maybe when she's finishing up, sort of pay homage to some of these classic attire that she had. But. This yeah, is I mean, she's doing that right now. I think that this could be coming down the pipeline. She's got, she went mm. back to the beginning. You know, she's got yeah. the she got the long pants with the short. Um, it's one of my favorites of all time. Top, mm. easily top five for Maya. Maya has a lot of great ones, but oh yeah, uh, I red gear Maya will always be my favorite. It's just, <laughs> it's just like just hit different. But fantastic match here. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I I wanted to say this after I watched these. I said. Wow, they had great chemistry, some of the best matches in Stardom history. And then I sat back and said, but they left room for more. Mm. And that, mm. of course, brings us. The reason we did this is this <laughs> coming Sunday, historic crossover, the biggest match in Stardom history. I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't say that with any, like, I'm not lying. It is the no. biggest match in Stardom history. It's going to have the most eyes massive venue 
Yes. You know, working with New Japan for the first time ever, definitely not showing the them up. Showing them up, that goes without saying when you have to count on Muda. Um, <laughs> but this is this is as important as it gets. And mm. if you want to appreciate their road, you, yes, would it be great to go and watch every Threedom tag and every tag match they ever had too? Yeah, it sure would. Yeah. But if you want to appreciate what they did and how they grew from match to match, watch these three matches. Watch mm-hmm. them at the beginning. Watch them in the middle when Kyrie was prompted into glory before Mayu was in that spot. But Mayu was still that good. And then, of course, watch Mayu crown herself. It's funny because Mayu has the lifetime series. She is three yeah. and two over Kyrie. Uh, but it did feel like until that last match that it was one sided at times. Um, and that is the that is why this is so special. It's why it's so exciting. Uh, and I don't think I've been this excited for a match ever. Ever. Wow. It there's just something about it, right? Yeah. Like the the stakes, the importance. Who it is? Mm. It's freaking Mayu Iwatani versus Kyrie. One more time. Yeah, we never knew we were gonna get this ever again. It's one of those matches we always hoped when Kyrie was doing her thing as Kyrie signing WWE and seeing how she'd grown again, not necessarily purely in ring, but just as a general rule. It's like, oh, be cool to see her come back to Japan. And like after Kyrie left, Mayu's game grew even more so. Like the Mayu we see in 2020 during her red belt reign is just on another level compared to the Mayu we saw here in 2017 and even 2015. So like thinking like, okay, we could get peak Mayu versus post WWE Kyrie, but it always felt kind of like we were in dream world hoping that to happen. And now we're here and not just is it happening again, but it's happening at Ariake Arena, which like previously they were just running Kurokan Halls, like you know, just yeah. the... Kurokan feels small for stardom now, like in 2022. Like you, you couldn't run this at Kurokan. It'd be a waste. You wouldn't it be would able to be. get everyone in. Here they are, Ariake Arena with New Japan Pro Wrestling. More eyes going to be on them ever before. Of course, you've got to have these two going at it. It is really exciting. It's really special. And honestly, I feel more excited for it now having gone back through these matches. You know, yeah. Reminding myself of just how good these two are and what that progression and growth has been. It gets me excited. What are we going to see? Are we going to see the return of that arm work from Mayu Itani? Like, how are they going to interact? Are we going back to the slaps? It's going to be really, really fun. It's unpredictable because Mm. you just haven't seen them for so long. And you brought up how, you know, Mayu in 2020 was on an even bigger, different level then. You know, people aren't going to agree with me, but if you see Mayu in her big matches now, which, you know, few and far between as Mm. comparably, She's still evolved from 2020. Oh, she's yeah. still, you know, she brings everything she's ever learned into her matches. And mm. can't say that about everyone. Now she's going to go against the star, the biggest star mm. stardom scene in Kyrie, right? It's a different person. Uh, let's go, let's go through those post match comments real quick, uh, to, you know, or quickly, you know, I'll do my best here because <laughs> I am going to go through as they happened and I'm going to read them and try to pause and all that good stuff. Uh, but you know, Mayu calls out Kyrie Hojo. That's mm. worth noting. Yes. 
and Mayu gets in the ring, not Mayu, Kyrie gets in the ring, you know, all hurt from her alpha female beatdown. Just like had a jaw, apparently, according yeah, to Yeah, and she says, Mayu, it's not Kyrie Hojo, it's Kyrie. And that's, I think, for me, it's kind of like that flitch, that, that, that switch flips for Mayu. Mm. She's like, oh, all right, you're, you're kind of you're doing the big league thing now. All right, you know. Um, she saw, like you said, jaw dislocated. I don't know how true that is. Um, but I think she might have been playing it up a little yeah. bit. But She said, for five and a half years, Mayu and I have walked different paths, uh, which, yeah, you think. Um, which, <laughs> and she's been waiting for the singles match with Mayu. Well, why did I you leave They tried to bring it in. They tried to connect that road when they tried to buy Stardom. They did. And then, of course, the big line here from Mayu. Do you even get that I kept standing in this stardom ring for the past five years without Kyrie? And that's the one. That's yeah. the one that it's like, oh, it's on. This isn't this isn't friendship. This isn't friend mm. versus friend like we've seen in all these matches. Like that's this is the very important part. We are going to see something we haven't seen between these two. Yes, they're still friends deep down. Yes. Yeah. We saw them tagging Kyrie's first match back. It was like and even at the end of this changed. promo, Mayu saying, "Oh, this match can't be dark. We've got to keep right. this happening." Right. But deep down, like she kind of showed her true feelings within yeah. this wrestling match, and, and you um, instantly saw Kyrie go into full emotion there, mm. right? And she was just like, "I don't know." I like, I she was she was almost speechless. She was just like she started saying things back to Mayu, like understanding what they did like yeah. you know you had your years i had my years we had to take these roads and and it's just it's so good it's mm. so it's so easy for them right the best are able to do the simplest things and i know you know as someone who watched this live like yourself you didn't have to know what they were saying to know what they were saying no you right. could tell things were a bit more serious than maybe yeah. you would have first expected. But then they brought it back. And, yeah, it's it is interesting because, obviously, like, honestly, Io and Kyrie leaving was the best thing that could happen for Mayu. It forced her to become what she became. And I do think she would have been content otherwise to kind of just be the third member of the threedom. But at the same time, like, there was a lot of pressure on someone who maybe struggled with pressure in the past. It forced her to kind of grow through hard times in that situation and she she had to do that for five years and in those five years after Kyrie left stardom became what it is now yeah stardom in 2017 is tiny compared to stardom in 2022 and that was off Mayu's back not Kyrie's it challenged stardom and Mayu to Mm. evolve it in in it's not shocking that they did Right, you had the you already had pieces in place to do this. Yeah, that's that goes without saying. But you needed that person to lead the charge. You needed Mayu, right? If Mayu leaves, they would have been in big, 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 mm. big, big trouble. Would they have lived? I don't really know. But I think they would have because they survived. Yeah, they survived right. the pandemic and they survived the act, yeah. uh, Yoshiko situation, yes. which were both more dangerous that's to true. their long term success. That's but, true. Losing if they had lost Mayu as well. Hmm? Do you know who they had there at all those times? They had Mayu. So just saying. 
There's, there's, co- there's just a coincidence. There. As long as Darden has Mayu, it survives. We don't know if it survives without Mayu. We have. I no don't want to think data. about that. I, you know, she'll always be around. That's that's what I. That's what I always assume. The ghost um, of Mayu will be haunting uh, the Stardom <laughs> Dojo, or at least trying to, but gets lost and ends up in a ramen shop. Hey, you know, it's okay. It's okay. We like it better that way. Um. So so Kyrie continues. She said, "We may not know each other's feelings." But we can we put them all out there in this match, and that's when it hits, mm. right? It's like that's when it's like, oh, oh boy, and and you know, Mayu kind of gets angry if you, if you just watched her here, yeah. she just like, all right, cool. Um, she says, feel each other out. It's obvious that we'll do that in a match. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she and this was like this is that peak Mayu that my favorite version of Mayu. Is when she has that cocky confidence. Mm-hmm. That's what she had in that second Takumi match, yeah. As opposed to the first one where she's just like, and we saw it in the Atami match too, mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. recently. It's just when she goes to that next level of like, yeah, I am the icon. You know, yeah. I I am that good. She believes in herself, right? And she's great as the underdog, obviously, too. That, hmm. That's where she that's how she became so great. But there's something about that side of Mayu that's like, oh man, this is just different. It adds the um, complex layers to her character. Because they yeah. like not that it's easy to play an underdog, because it's actually one of the hardest roles to pull off in wrestling, I think. It but is. like she's shown she can do that. But to add the, have an underdog who can also play this cocky, yeah. sure, I am the best in this company. Yeah. It's a it's a dichotomy that shouldn't work. But Mayu's character allows it to work. It's it's why I wish and it won't happen that she would get one more match with Shuri. Mm-hmm. But I think that side of her, it would just it would just change what they could do. Um, yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. Uh, we'll get this one instead. Uh, she said, "We'll see how each other feels." This five year ditch, no, not a ditch. Um, <laughs> let's bring out everything from this five year void at Ariaki Arena. I don't need to read everything, but you get the point, right? Yeah. The, the, there's there's intention there, there's anger there, but there's also understanding there, because at the end of the day, these two are still great friends. They're still they they went their own ways. They understand mm-hmm. that, and now they have they have the biggest job possible, yes. and that is to show the world in a lot of ways what stardom is all about, and that's why we did this show this is why mm-hmm. you know we're doing a show called stardom road we know how big stardom is but these two now have the opportunity to show everyone right people are going to see Kyrie's wrestling in new japan and people are gonna be like oh you know i'll check that out mm-hmm. and the people that don't know mayu yutani who's you know, a lot you know there's a lot of people that do know mayu yutani but the people that don't you know, congratulations! You'll get to see the greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs> Happy for you! Um, hell of a show, though. You have you have you have maybe the greatest of all time on both the men's and women's side wrestling yes. on the same show uh, for the first time ever. Yeah. Yes, first time ever. I was trying. Oh, to think um, like- no, no, because uh, mine would have been on the Wrestle Kingdom pre-shows. So. Right. Okay. That's a good point. But live. Because they didn't air. Pretty sure it didn't oh, air. Um, Mayu and Starlight Kid versus Tam and Sai Kamatani did it. Was that day two? Or day one? 
Oh, um, because Tanahashi didn't wrestle on one of the days. <laughs> I think it was day well, two, so I think they did wrestle on the same show. Yeah, but this is a more regardless. This is like they're together. Like this isn't yeah. just the first match on the. They're card the ones that announced it and Starlight yes. Kid, because as as I like to say, Starlight Kid's going to be the biggest star. This company, not maybe not this company has seen, but it's going to be one of the biggest women stars in, you know. Japan because she's in everything. She's in everything. We have to see Starlight Kid at all times. So if you don't like Starlight Kid, I'm sorry. But any any closing uh, thoughts here on Mayu Tani versus Kyrie? You know whether it's the five match series we saw three of them, the upcoming <laughs> historic crossover match, the excitement to have going into it. Really, the only thing I'm going to add, because like, I'd like to think my excitement has been put forth, uh, I didn't get to mention at the time, match two, Kari basically tickling Rossi with her red feathered hat um, when they're <laughs> trying to pose for the, do, do the title picture poses, and then, yeah, it's getting in the way, and they're kind of having to move, and they're doing this super serious, like, you know, we're, we're here, we're focused on the match, and it just kind of breaks them all, and it just brings down the, the vibe just to that more fun that you would expect from them, so that's my last little comment on these matches. Historic crossover, IWGP Women's Championship, Mayu Itani versus Kyrie. Doesn't get bigger than that. Doesn't no. get more exciting than that. Um, I don't know if that'll be the match of the year. I don't know if it'll be a five-star classic, but I do know I do know it will be a classic. I have no doubt about that. Uh, exciting times. Yeah, I believe it's going to be on New Japan World, but you do have to pay a fee. Um, yeah, it's part fee. of the uh, New Japan pay-per-view thingy. Yeah, so. which is cool. You know, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, we're me. fans. We're used yeah. to paying for these things. I'm used to paying for these shows, but it's ex- <laughs> it's very exciting. Uh, uh, Bushi Road comes together. You know, hopefully this is the beginning of many. Hopefully, uh, they'll create reasons for us to come back to this moving forward. Um, but lots of excitement. I couldn't be more excited. Uh, let's just you know selfishly hope that the right person wins <laughs> and we know which one that is according to scott based on this show already this show every show i've done since this title's been announced everything <laughs> i've written since this t- yeah you get the point it should be Mayu Itani. <laughs> we're rooting her on uh but it should be an absolute classic so until next time oh I have to tell everyone what we're doing yeah. next yeah that's my hanging on for every word waiting for i know the, the I know. magic thing so what are we doing next fortnight? We have so many different ways to go here. You know, we could, you know, we, we've officially opened it up, Trent. You know, mm-hmm. we could we could skip forward, we could skip backwards, we could go crazy, go to 2019, we could go to 2020, we could go to 2015, we, you know, we could do whatever go we to want. 2042, review a zoom yeah. like in seven. Ten. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we can't do that one yet. Um, but what we can do. If we will go back to 2011, uh, mm-hmm. Stardom X Stardom 2011, the Nanai Takahashi 15th anniversary. This show is where the very first world and wonder of stardom champions are crowned. Feels like the right spot, mm. uh, to go and continue our journey here because I feel like after we crown some champions, we can go wherever the hell we want. Oh, yeah. uh, but we got to crown some champions. Yeah, well, this was a special one off more than anything because. The times call for it, right? You but, can't properly leave 2011 without bringing these two championships into the fight. Right. And yeah. what better time to do it than just after we crown a new champion in the IWGP Women's Champion? Exactly. We gotta 
We gotta go crown Yuzuki Akawa. We've been trying to do it for the first two shows. We just haven't <laughs> gotten to that point yet. Uh, so that's what to look o- forward to. Um, if anyone needs the link to that show, reach out to me because it's not on Star World. Spoiler. Uh, um, but let's just but say it's out there. Let's just say I found it. Uh, but we will be reviewing that. So uh, keep keep an eye out for the next episode of stardom road make sure you subscribe if you haven't already i don't know what you're waiting for uh because me and trent will be back every other week to give you all the stardom history all the stardom goods you know we get better every week maybe worse once in a while but eh, no promises depends how we're feeling but we're having a lot of fun we're having a mm-hmm. lot of fun doing this it's very easy you know gotta remember to watch some things once in a while <laughs> but we're happy you're listening. We're happy you're checking it out. Check out other shows on the Count Out Network as well. But make sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already. You never want to miss one because you know the, every other week you can get a little confused. Yeah, but there's a lot happening in the world. A fortnight can be confusing. There is a lot happening in the world, but Stardom keeps on trucking. In real life, we keep on trucking down the Stardom Road. You know, we have, what happens when the Stardom Road and the Tam Road? go together what happens there we're gonna need two hours to go through all her story beats oh jesus i don't (laughs) want to dream of that right now (laughs) you you trans you did the transcription of the uh post-match promo um wait till we start busting out the tam tweets oh yeah that's gonna be trent's job finding all (laughs) the tam tweets for each story that it will not be my job uh because because he's the one that just brought it up all right we're signing off here. Stardom Road. Goodbye. So long. See you next time for Stardom X Stardom 2011. This has been a Countout Podcast.